What up, y'all? It's J. Charles coming live at you from the J. Charles podcast. Today, we have a special guest in the building. A very talented artist. He goes by the name of Cole Farm. What's up? How y'all doing today? Did I say that right? Is it yeah. Cole Farm? Uh, I, I like to say Cole Fam, but uh, both are right. Cole Fam? Oh, all right. All right. Uh, well, let, let everybody know a little bit about yourself before we get, in, before we get into this interview. No doubt. No doubt. Um... I'm uh, from Lafayette, Louisiana, born and raised, uh, move out, moved out to California, moved out to Los Angeles when I was 18 to go to college, um, just graduated, um, but I've been making music for nine years, almost 10 now. Um, I produce, I write, I record, I rap, uh, I really like to cook, um, I, I love, I love food in general. Let's see, what else can I tell the people? Um, so I guess I can talk about my last name, like you were saying. So fam, uh, I choose fam, even though the correct na- way to pronounce it, I'm half Vietnamese, so the correct way to pronounce it is fam. Um, mm-hmm. But I say fam because I think, uh, I, I like to say that everybody's my family, and I'm, I'm like a walking example of Southern hospitality, so I use fam. Oh, that's, that's that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, a little, yeah, little yeah, fun fact. Yeah, the way you have like two, you have two different meanings to your name. You know, that, yeah, that, that's that's pretty cool. Hell yeah! So like your project, um, LA to LA. Like, what what was the inspiration uh, behind that project? So, like I said, uh, I moved to Los Angeles when I was uh, eighteen to go to college, um, and it was a big jump for me. Uh, Los Angeles is a lot different from Louisiana. Um, so I, I wanted to show people, um, I wanted to show people in Los Angeles what it's like to be from Louisiana. I wanted to show all my friends back home, all the things I've gone through and all the things that I've been up to, you know, while I was gone. So what, what made you choose LA out of all the, out of all the places in the United States? Like what, what attracted you to LA? Uh, damn. Um, definitely the music. Uh, I was, uh, I was, so whenever I was deciding what college to go to, I could have gone to LSU. I could have gone to uh, UT over in Austin. And mm-hmm. then uh, I could have gone to USC in Los Angeles, which is where I ended up. Um, and I think, like, Los Angeles and USC are both places. Uh, USC obviously has, uh, is pretty, has, a, has great education, first of all. Uh, second of all, football team is awesome compared to other schools out West. And, you know, like if, if you're from the South, that means that has a big, a big, uh, it's a big deal to have a good football team, you know? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, uh, USC had a music industry program that not a lot of other schools had, which was music business. It's a mix of like music production and business. So I really wanted to pursue music. All the other schools I got in, I got into for uh, engineering. So that's what, that's what you went to school for, the music production? Uh-huh. I went for a music industry. and It's like half production, half music business specifically. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool, especially you being a rapper and all. It kind of gives you like an edge because not like that. That's my first time even hearing uh, that they have a degree or, or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even know that you could go to school for that. Yeah, man, it's cool. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of programs around the United States like that. Uh, so I feel, I mean, I'm blessed to be out here doing, I mean, I just graduated, so. I'm blessed to have the degree, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, and plus, you going to college out there, you kind of know a little bit more people than if you just, you know, just moved out there. Definitely, exactly. I mean, I, I created a network uh, through the old money here at USC, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so far of you being, like, you being an artist, what do you think is the most challenging thing about being an artist? I think the most challenging thing about being an artist is, uh, well, nowadays, I think the most challenging thing is to keep everyone's attention. Um, I think, like, now we have phones, like, everything's a flash in the pan, everything's, like, a million miles a second, you know, like, everything's going just too fast. So, if you're not putting out a song every week or, like, you know, posting consistently on social media, it's you're not relevant, you know, people, people catch on to the next artist or people need to stay, um, need to get attention consistently, not attention, sorry, need to be, you know, seeing something or being stimulated uh, consistently. That's what I meant. So I think that's the hardest part. Just like knowing that fans are waiting for you, but you got to create them. Like I do everything myself. So I, I produce all my beats, um, besides like a few that I get from friends and I write and record it all. So for me, it's a longer process and it's harder to keep up with all the people that are, you know, like can pay for studio time, pay for a bunch of beats, can get their songs mixed and mastered in a few weeks and push some shit out. So I have one question, like, okay, which, um, which album, the album, uh, cover. Mm-hmm. So like everybody that's on the cover, like that's like friends or that's like a music group. Or kind of somewhere in between? <laughs> it's kind of in between, yeah. So a, a few of them I make music with. Uh, the dude on the left of me who's eating eating the Popeyes, he's on one of my songs. His name's Too Good In. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, he raps and he produces. Uh, all, all, all of them are friends from uh, Los Angeles, uh, except mm-hmm. for one. The dude on the very right is another rapper who's a friend of mine from Lafayette. Um, and then... There's another two. There's two other rappers there as well, uh, but f- for the most part, it's just people who really support me and show love. Um, and I wanted to get people who, like, I- obviously, I recreated uh, the Last Supper, so I just wanted to get people who were close to me. Um, and there's, there's only, I think there's only eleven. So I just try to show that there's like, I feel like I don't have any Judases around me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a pretty dope concept. Thank you. So, you had a homecoming show at the Blue Moon Cafe. What, like, what, what was that like for you? Like to come back home, and now you have you have this big show that yeah. you're doing whenever you get back home. Like, what was that like for you? It was wild, man. I, <laughs> I it was awesome. Uh, I, I just I can't even describe how I felt just being there even before I even started performing. All my friends were coming out and just like telling me how excited they were, telling me they listened to the album and were ready for the performance and shit. Um, and I actually, it's crazy. Uh, I, I performed at the Blue Moon seven years before that performance that I recently had. And it was terrible, man. I was shitty. Like, <laughs> I had... That's on YouTube, right? Yeah, that's on YouTube, yeah. man. Yeah, I seen, I seen that. <laughs> is, is it, didn't it suck, bro? Wasn't it pretty bad? I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I seen it, but I didn't actually click on it. Oh, I, I was sure, listening, sure. I was checking out some of your other music, like I was listening to it on, on like yeah, Spotify. Yeah. Well, it's good you, you know, didn't click on it, man. It's, yeah. I'm glad you did. 
it's pretty terrible, man. It was it was just like a one of the first beats I ever produced. I rapped on it, and I just performed that song. And then like my mom was asking for an encore, so I did like another song. But there's only like 15 people in the crowd. It was just it was funny, man. Um, but it's crazy. What I, why why I mentioned that was like this new show couldn't have been more of the opposite at the same exact place with like some of the same people, you know? Um, so like, it was just packed out with a bunch of my friends and random people who heard about me and wanted to support. But what I really, what I thought was cool is I wasn't as nervous as I usually am for shows. I mean, I'm everyone's, I feel like everyone's a little nervous before they go on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I was like, so excited. Like, I was just ready to get on, on stage and just sh- show off my shit. Yeah, and then another good thing about that is you, you get to see, like, the progress. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you get to sit you, back, reflect <laughs> on it, you know? <laughs> yeah, and if anybody – yeah. And, I mean, I was there both times. Not a lot of people were there both times. Like, you can go watch the video on YouTube, but you really don't understand what it was like the <laughs> first time. It was pretty <laughs> shitty. Yeah, I heard that you said in one of your songs, you was like, yeah, whenever you first came out, like, you wasn't that good and people people was hating. Yeah, man. But now, you know, you keep working and you keep grinding towards, towards it. You'll get better. Exactly, man. Yeah, it's it's a it's an everyday struggle. Um, no pun intended. We got a podcast going, but it's, <laughs> the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, you got to just keep working and get better. That separates the, the people who do it from the people who don't, you know? Yeah, because if you ask anybody that's successful, you know, there's always going to be some people down the road that's going to be like, well, you know, I don't like this. I don't like that. Like, it's always going to – like, it's always people that tell them, like, it's not going to work. Yeah. And if or, they believe them, they'll just quit. Definitely. Exactly. And you can't – you can take everything – you can take every every criticism, obviously. Like, you obviously don't want to just throw it out, but you got to take exactly. it with a grain of salt. Like, it's your – it's at the end of the day, somebody might not like it, but whatever music you make, if you're an authentic artist, like, it's you. You can't – like exit out you can't it it. Off. Yeah. yeah exactly man so i'm glad i'm glad you recognize that too man That's some real shit yeah so like another thing i see that you were featured on the daily advertiser now a lot of people that's not from Lafayette, they may not know this but like the daily advertiser they don't really feature that many like hip-hop artists no honestly you might be the first that, <laughs> I, that i've ever seen Hell featured yeah. on the daily advertiser <laughs> And, like, for those that don't know, the Daily Advertiser back home is, like, the biggest newspaper. Like, they report everything in the whole it's area. Hard. Yeah, man. It's crazy. And you were featured on that. Whenever you see yourself featured on that, how did it feel? <laughs> man, it it's crazy because <laughs> I didn't even see the post until uh, until my my school posted. My high school posted the article. Um, <laughs> so not only was it on the Daily Advertiser, but my high school's Facebook group posted it and i was like damn like i really i really made it you know what i'm saying like lafayette lafayette's on my wave right now (laughs) so i just felt it's just like i was saying man like it takes it takes time like you can't just become a rapper because you want to rap you gotta you gotta not have anything i feel like to me you gotta have no other path like you gotta just like i'm there's nothing else i can do besides rap in my head Right. And people can feel it. People can feel like whenever whenever somebody's like really taking it serious or somebody just like, well, this is just like part time for me. Yeah. Like man. you can hear it in the music. I appreciate that, man. That's that's real love. And 
I feel I feel like that's true, you know, like the people that are really emo- like putting their emotion and their self into the music, you can you can separate that from people who just make it to get money or make it to be on or make it, you know, for other reasons. Yeah, exactly. But but to answer your question, I guess like I was just I mean, I was honored, man. It's I I grew up reading that paper like you were saying, like for nobody who knows like and for anybody who doesn't know, sorry. Um it's it's a pretty it's a pretty big deal to be in the daily advertiser for mafia. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's not a lot of young people feature underneath. It's like to, to, yeah. get, to get in a daily advertiser, like you really did something. You know you know what I mean? Hell yeah, yeah, man. It's some good shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I don't even know thinking about it now, I didn't I guess I didn't even realize until you you, you told me like I saw that I was from the daily advertiser, but I was like I guess I was just busy and I was like, damn, I didn't sit back and realize. <laughs> so cool. how long have you been making music like all together? Like from the time you first started like recording or writing, mm-hmm. making beats, like how, how long have you been making music? Uh, So I started playing guitar when I was real young. My mom's always, uh, my mom's, t- both my parents were teachers. So my mom's always said that music is like a huge aspect of, education music is um one of the best tools for a student uh because it works like three different um parts of your brain you know like you have to read sheet music while you're listening to the music while you're playing something you know usually um so i play guitar i play piano and i really stuck with guitar and then i heard i got into rap when i was about when i was in like sixth seventh grade on the bus um actually the first, what happened first was I was, I was at this uh, garage sale and they were handing out the four sleeve CD packs. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I knew what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, man. They were just selling those for like a buck a pop. And uh, I just grabbed one and they had like um, what is it? Led Zeppelin CD. They had a Led Zeppelin CD. They had a Jimi Hendrix CD. And they had the uh, Marshall Mathers LP. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's corny because, like, I mean, I guess Eminem got a lot of a lot of people into rap. But that was definitely my my intro. But um, and obviously, I, I'm from Louisiana. Like, I heard I, I listened to Little Wayne, but I wasn't, like, deep into it at the time. Um, so once I heard Eminem's album, I was like, damn. And that was, like, probably Eminem's best, al- best album, to be honest. In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once I started spinning that, I was like in love. And then I started listening to Lil Wayne, got into Kanye, you know, and then it just, it kept going. And then I think, I think I started like when I heard No Ceilings, that shit made me want to rap. Like, yeah, No Ceilings was definitely like, like for the younger, the younger kids might not know, but like, <laughs> No Ceilings was like, right, that, that, that's in rap until like a whole, like it, it changed the whole direction of rap, honestly. Yeah, uh, everybody like who's teams, on right now. Yeah, yeah they listen to no ceilings, you know. Yeah, no, no ceilings. If you wasn't listening to no ceilings back in those days, like you, you, you were just missing out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, shit. I like that's still some of the best rap today, you know. Like it is. <laughs> it's crazy, but that yeah, man. No ceilings is. I mean, shout out to Lil Wayne. That's the greatest of all time. Um, but no ceilings definitely got me to start rapping start writing stuff 
Um, and then I just started riding in gym class. One of my friends actually came to the show and he, he came up to me after he was like, you remember in gym class, whenever there's one day I just turned to him, I was like writing stuff in my notebook. And I was like, man, I want to be a rapper. And he's like, bet, like, go do it. And you know, I'm still doing it, you know? Um, so I guess I started rapping and then I think like a few years after, maybe four years after that, I started producing in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I, I, I was like at Lafayette High, um, Lafayette High is like a huge magnet school in Lafayette. So huge. Yeah. Huge. That's, man. that's like an understatement. Yeah. Like the biggest school, in, <laughs> biggest public school in Louisiana, right? In Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So like they have a lot of cool programs there for students, like the health school, um, gifted, which I was in and then talented, which is like, you can do music or like drama. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I did music. And I was fortunate enough to have this dude who's a like an incredible artist out of Lafayette, also an incredible music teacher. His name's Chad Vietar. He, uh, I was like, listen, I don't want to do a normal like learn an instrument type thing. I want to learn how to make beats. And he said, okay. And he he let me use his computer and I, he let me like he showed me Ableton. Um, mm -hmm. And I just played around with it, started chopping samples and like started researching you know good producers who i really like their music like 40 um dilla like crazy like tons of producers just blaze and i just started trying to make music like them or try to like chop up samples like they did um so, go ahead yeah that's that's really it so like your first couple beats what did they sound like oh um <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think the first so one of the first beats i have I actually have a whole other like album out that I don't tell anybody about because it's pretty, it's also pretty bad. You know, you gotta, gotta grow a lot, but um, one of the beats on there, have you, there's a song by called uh, winds of change by um, Scorp the I think by the scorpions. And it has like this whistle part in it. Like the, the main, the, uh, the main dude whistles at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I took that and I like sped it up and I just added some 808s to it and that shit was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah man, people don't know how hard it is to make beats. Bro, I mean, I made like beats for like a month and I was like, yeah, this is not going to work. <laughs> well, like these things sound horrible. Yeah. yeah, I think like it is hard, man. It took me so long to get good at it. And like it's more so people, what people don't understand is you got to listen to a lot of music to make music. A lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta... Especially people that sample. Oh, yeah. Because you got to go find shit and you got to listen to music you want to, like, you want to make your music sound like, you know? Because if, like, let's say you pick a, let's say you pick a sample that a whole bunch of people sample, then they'll be like, well, this just sound like this song right here. Exactly. So, like, you got to dig, like, real deep when it comes to sampling. Yeah. You got to find some uh, shit nobody knows about. Did you make the beat for uh, Sober? Yeah, I, I made that beat, man. Bro, that was a dope beat. Like, <laughs> the sample and everything, like, it just drew you in. Hell yeah, man. One thing about me, I'm going to keep, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a sucker for samples, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, samples, like, a good sample, like, it just, it just makes the song, like, so much better. Hell yeah, bro. And, and samples is basically what hip-hop's based off of, you know? It really is. <laughs> like, you can't, I, to me, you can't have hip-hop without, well, like you can have hip hop without samples, but it's like 
the whole reason hip hop got big is it's like drum crazy ass dope drums over like anything, you know? Yeah, the breaks. The breaks, exactly. So <laughs> you get it, man. You yeah, you I mean, that's what's so hard about making hip hop beats. You can't just like I don't know, like you really you you gotta focus on the drums and you gotta marry it to the melody, you know? That's the that's the that's the secret sauce, I guess, uh, or at least what I would say was the most important thing to do. Yeah, you, you ever heard of the um? They used to have this hotel in New York. They used to have like this convention every year. You, you know what I'm talking about? They used to have this convention like mm. in the eighties and nineties, and all the big producers would go over there. So like all the big producers, they would go over there, and they would get like all these uh vinyls. And they would, they, everybody want to get that first so that they can get the best records, like that nobody would, so before everybody else would get yeah, it. Damn. So they would have like an edge up on everybody. That's crazy. So like all the big produce, all the big producers in New York at that time, they were all there. Yeah. Like that would be really crazy to see. Oh yeah. Because... Like everybody who somebody is there. Yeah, that's awesome. Trying to get that next big record. <laughs> that's crazy, man. It's yeah because like it's basically like they didn't have the internet. They can't just download any MP3 they want. <laughs> Exactly. That's wow. That's cool, man. What do you remember? What that was called? I'm gonna research that later. Uh, actually, I seen it on the show. They have this. They have this series on Netflix. The evolution of hip hop. Mm. It's a, for anybody out there that really loves hip hop. Like you definitely should check it out. They take you all the way back to the very first rapper and the very first time that they made a hip hop beat. All the way until I think this last season stopped at like um like in Houston. Damn. Whenever you remember, whenever Houston was popping, like in like 2006, 2005, yeah. around that time, yeah. So they go all the way from like the early 70s, all the way to, to 2005. Houston. That's wild. And they're probably they're gonna, about to have another season. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> gonna meet us at present time, and maybe that's so cool, bro. I need to check it out. Yeah, you definitely should check it out. It's definitely a must watch. <laughs> yeah, man. Did is the Houston ones like DJ Screw, like UGK, stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, they have. Uh huh. That's dope. Damn, I need to check that out. Yeah, like I, I didn't really realize that. Like, I knew Houston was a pretty big player in the game, but I didn't realize that Houston was like one of the first cities from the south to like really have big artists pop. Like whenever they had like the Ghetto Boys and like Scarface. Yeah. Like I didn't know how big that was. Yeah. I, like I don't want to spoil it for you. You just have to watch. It's like it, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm <laughs> definitely gonna watch now. I've been thinking about. It, I just haven't had time, but. Definitely gonna make some time now, man. Yeah, it's definitely a good series. Like you'll definitely be waiting for the uh next next season to come out. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Thanks for thanks for letting me know, man. Oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> so like your voice, like in sober, like your voice was like like really soulful, like if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like even like the way you came on. Thank you, man. Yeah. Like and I know like I know like people our age, like they can relate to that. Like Whenever he's like, I never see him all so, but I was like, dang. Yeah. That's some real shit, man. I, <laughs> it is. Yeah, I don't even know, like, how to explain how I came up with that. I think, um, well, like, a big reason why I made that song or the mindset I was in was um, when I was younger, I was sober for, like, 18 years all through, like, high school and shit. Um, and that's why the that's why that song starts the album because it kind of like prefaces the 18 years before I left. Uh-huh. Um, but I kind of I think I was in that state one day because 
like in that same mind state of what I, where I was in those 18 years because like I was home and I think it was a long night the night before and like a bunch of my friends got real wasted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized like a lot of the people I was hanging out with, like I literally hadn't hung out with them when we, like we didn't meet up unless we were trying to get fucked up, you know? Yeah. And like, again, it's not, I, I think what I was trying to say there was like, I, you seem like you understand like what I was trying, like. No, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, you're not, you, you're just like, like whenever you're like in high school and stuff, like you just meet up just to chill, play games and stuff. Yeah. But as you get older, it's like. <laughs> yeah. The, it's, just, it's just different. <laughs> yeah, dude, the world, the world, you see the world for more of what it is, you know? Exactly. And you need, like, you kind of need an escape because, like, you can't, you can't get back to that childlike, um, that childlike sense of curiosity because you're just brought down by all the shit that the world's handing you, I think. Exactly, exactly. So a lot of people turn to drugs and, you know, alcohol, weed, what have you. But, like, I think, and a lot of people judge others for the drug they choose or, like, the escape they choose. But I think the big thing I was trying to say was, like, yo, that's we all have these problems. We all can relate to the fact that life kind of gets shitty as you get older and you turn to those escapes. So that's what I was trying to say. And that's, that's also why I married it to like, um, I definitely wanted to have like a mixed cast of people for my album cover slash the video. Cause I think, a, mm-hmm. I mean, a big part of what's going on right now in the country is like a divide between like, um, not just like races, but, ideas religions you know just people being scared about what's different you know so as just a do way to blend it all in yeah, back together definitely i was trying my best <laughs> yeah one one of the lines i like that you said on the album whenever you were like my shit sound how gumbo tastes <laughs> yeah man now a lot of people in 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 the uh country they might not know what that means but like gumbo is like bro once you had a good gumbo <laughs> Like, bro, it'll never be the same. Exactly, right? Like, like you can't just go like anywhere. Like, yeah. like if so, I live, I live up in Dallas now. Okay. If I had, to, if I had to go and get a gumbo from somewhere in Dallas, like, bro, I would be like kind of skeptical. Try. Like, I'll be yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's nothing like the food back home. Nah, man. No one, no one's taking the time to make a chocolate roux in Dallas, bro. Nah, did not, <laughs> did not. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, I love and that that like I was saying at the beginning, like I love food, man. That's food's like a huge mm-hmm. part of my story. I think um, I'm a big I'm a big believer in that idea where like if you're fortunate, don't build bigger walls, build a bigger table. You know, um, yeah. You know, like share share your like food is communion. Communion is like coming together with your common man and enjoying something together. You know. Um, yeah, I like that. I might have to use that. Hell yeah, man! It's it's important. <laughs> I mean, I, build a bigger wall, build a bigger table. Yeah, bro. Facts. <laughs> and and build, and make some fucking gumbo, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry, I don't know if you can curse. I don't know if this is a kid show, but nah, nah, nah. You could curse. You could say whatever you want. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> oh yeah. So I heard that you say you like to cook. What's some of your favorite dishes to cook? Bro, my specialty and my favorite dish to cook is fried chicken. Um, I've been trying. Yeah, I've been trying. I think, like, 
I think the one thing that black people and Asian people can agree on is fried chicken, you know? A good <laughs> fried chicken, and there's no way you can get around it, you know? Like, fried, well, anybody for that matter. I'm just saying, like, both cultures are, it's pretty, like, ingrained, I feel like. Um, yeah, definitely for sure. You definitely could go to, like, an Asian restaurant and get some good fried chicken. Oh, yeah, dude. It's crazy. It's like you go to, like, a, a black neighborhood or, like, a Popeye's or something mm-hmm. and get some good fried chicken. That's one thing you could count on. Yeah, exactly. Good fried chicken. Yeah. And, again, like, I don't know a lot of people who turn down fried chicken, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely don't. I never <laughs> met anybody, actually, yeah, right. that turned down some good fried chicken. Right. So, so it's like... um. So, yeah, I, I think I, I love fried chicken, so I just started trying to cook it and, like, learn how to make it. Um, and, I mean, I just got – I feel like I got pretty good at it. Um, and, I like, all different types of fried chicken, like chicken parm, uh, wet fried chicken, um, like, breaded fried chicken. You know, I'm a – I'm just a chicken guy. I love chicken. <laughs> uh, but that – I like to make – I like to make a lot of different things, man. I, I mostly cook for health. Uh, so I like to get like fresh produce, like some onions, jalapenos, garlic, uh, cut that up. Oh man. That's another thing about Louisiana cooking, bro. They know how to put that garlic in that shit. That garlic, bro. (laughs) It's like garlic could go with almost anything. Yeah, bro. It it really (laughs) does though. It's not, it's true. Um, but yeah, man, I just, I just like to, I, I mainly like to cook. Um, I'm trying to think of other dishes, but. I I can cook anything, honestly. You give me a recipe. I mainly just like to cook to bring people together, like I was saying. When I cook a big meal, I usually invite a bunch of my friends over and we just eat. Yeah, the Louisiana we. Exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, we do the whole bunch in Louisiana. Like, you cook, like, a big meal just to get everybody together. Yeah, man. It's awesome. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, we cook for get-togethers in Louisiana. That, that we definitely do. Hell Yeah. <laughs> So like my my favorite song on the project definitely have to be opinions. Mm. Like that is my favorite song on there. Hell like yeah. the hook is so catchy <laughs> and the melody is so catchy. Thank you, man. Like you'll find yourself just walking around, you just be like, just start singing the song. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, you just be walking around, just be like, people think I need my. I'll be like, man, I can't get this out my head. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I... That shit was, man, I'm trying to think of when I wrote that. I think I I wrote that one summer whenever, like, the same type of shit I was telling you about. We were talking about earlier, like, people try to tell you what they don't like about some shit. And they try to, like, it seems like they're trying to tell you to quit, you know, like, in a a some some certain, like, sideways way. But I think, like, I was definitely vibing off of that, that idea of, like, you know, all these dudes don't even know what they're talking about. Like they haven't put in the hours I've put in. They haven't. They haven't, they don't really have like any anything there that's driving them. They don't understand like what I'm going through. They don't know my life. So I think I was just trying to like really slowly sing to these fools. Like you really, uh-huh. I don't care what you say. You know. Yeah, it's dope. It's definitely dope whenever people pull from their real life. You know, yeah. and make a song. Like take their time and make the song instead of just you know. Like, I could tell that you, like, really take your time. Hell yeah, man. Whenever, you make, whenever you're making your music. And you definitely could tell. I appreciate it, bro. I, I'd like to tell people I'm a singer-songwriter in a rapper's body, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like that line. Whenever you were like, uh, 
counting money by the pound like I'm in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. That's the. I remember I was showing, uh, like, showing my friends that song for the first time, and they that was the that was also the line they were like they just all when that like they were all listening closely, you know. And then when that uh-huh. when I said that, they were like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, like oh yeah, that's when you make the face, like yeah. Yeah, the, like, did you just say that? The stanky face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Shit was funny. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Hell yeah. So, like, what, what's some of your favorite things to do in LA? Shit, man. I I make music all the time, obviously. I'm, I'm kicking it with friends. Uh, there's some good weed out here. So, <laughs> you know, that stays that stays in the air. Um yeah. Uh, the beach is cool. Uh, I'm trying to go, get to the beach more. To be honest, I don't. I haven't utilized it as much, but there's lots of cool beaches. Um, lots of great restaurants. I like to walk a lot, so I usually just pull up to an area and just walk, man. Um, let's see. Uh, and then I guess like a lot of hanging with friends. Obviously, like I'm still I'm still like in a school setting. Um, so you know, like college stuff, but also, um. There's a lot of cool stuff to do in LA, like day bars and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, before we get out of here, what's 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 a couple of things that you want everybody to know, like, and a couple of things that you got coming up, like, what's next for Cold Farm? No doubt. Um, well, first and foremost, uh, what I try to spread in all my music and in general life is, um. I think that when you care about other people and when you show love to other people, ultimately you're going to lead a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just trying to, right now is a very crazy time for the world. Um, so I just want people to know, like, as much as it seems like you should push back and add more fire to the flames, like, I think you should just try to best to love on people no matter what's going on. I mean, obviously there's, some circumstances where it's hard to just love somebody, but mm-hmm. in general, like smiling at people on the street or just, you know, pushing positive energy in the world um, can't hurt. Uh, so that that's first and foremost. I know that's kind of random and off the broken, broken path, beaten path, but uh, what's next for me? Um, I, I'm, I've been working on music. I got some really, once I got to Lafayette, uh, I kind of, like I told you, told you, like I felt my wave going through the city um so like a lot of producers hit me up send me some beats uh that i'm i'm working with right now trying to like re chop them up and get some good stuff going uh i'm probably gonna drop an ep uh before the summertime so look out for that um and uh i guess yeah follow me on instagram iphone fam is my handle that's iphone like how you spell iphone and then Fam, P-H-A-M as in money. Um, yeah, and keep up with me. And if you ever if you ever listen to the album, L.A. to L.A., out now on, on streaming platforms, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, you can buy it, Apple Music, I mean iTunes, all that, all that good stuff, L.A. space to space L.A. <laughs> so I got to get all that out. Uh, <laughs> but if you ever listen to the album, please hit me up on any of those socials and Give me some feedback. I'd love to talk about it. Um, I think uh, while I, while I say I don't need people's opinions, uh, I think I like 
I always want to get better. So I'm always finding it. I'm always trying to hear what people have to say and look at the ways I can improve. So, yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks for interviewing me, Jay. I appreciate you, bro. Oh yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, yeah. I, I wish you nothing but success. Hey, um, you too, man. You too. Yeah. Keep spreading the positivity, bro. It seems like you got your head on right. Appreciate you got it. Your head on your shoulders on right, bro. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the world on this wave, man. We'll see what happens, bro. Yeah, well, it seems like you definitely got left air behind you, so that's always good. Whenever you make it home, you know, they say you can make it in the world. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, cool. Hopefully, this is not our last time talking, bro. No, man. Um, I actually got a, a friend moving out to Dallas, man. I'd love to link out, link up with you when I'm out there. Oh, yeah. Just let me know. Yeah, you got my number, so whenever you come out here, bro, just hit me up. Hell yeah, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm always free. No doubt, man. I'm going to definitely do that. All right, bro. Well, you have a good day, bro. And definitely, I definitely wish you success with everything that you got going on. Thanks, man. Is is the podcast still running? Yeah, it's still running. Oh, well, bye, <laughs> bye peoples. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far. And uh, yeah, thanks again, Jay. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you.